Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Wouldn't you like to ride? Bear Grylls can find a library anywhere. Yeah, I mean, you you are free to move about the cabin. Oh, shit. Kathok doesn't know where I am. You could also tap the drunk net. Damn, man, sucks to suck. Well, the thing is that I'm not crazy about this other mission. <laughs> oh, Yarfik, um, I, I don't think of you that way. What do you mean by fit? We get to start this episode off our favorite way with a Patreon shout out. This one is for Little Sister. Picture, if you will, a dystopic future. We know how hard that will be. The masses all in line, following the government's every whim as their lives inch forward with no purpose or self-expression. Drab. Colorless. Uniform. Suddenly, like a shaft of sunlight cutting through a dark cloud, a figure comes rushing forward blinding the assemblage to the point that they are knocked out of their stupor. Waking from their state-mandated somnambulance, they stretch their limbs and use their eyes for what seems like the first time. Seeing the indignity of their lives, they rise up and overthrow their cruel masters. But who is this figure? Who is this figure that shows them there is more? Who is this figure that shows them how to take the reins of their own lives? 
sister. So good on you, little sister. No more living life behind a shadow. If you're interested in a shout-out as cinematically intense as Little Sisters, then head over to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and consider supporting the show. Now, let's hit it and crit. Welcome to Improvised Weapons! Last time on the show, Eowyn explored the ship's hold, and with Yarfik's help, discovered an entire crate's worth of ever-burning flasks. The ship quickly arrived at the Tempered Steel camp. Cassian levitated down to speak with them and found out that their forces had been decimated by their unsuccessful run at the West Gate, a run that the party urged them to make. They have hundreds of dead and wounded, leaving them with only 25 to 50 able-bodied fighters. Their spirits were briefly bolstered by the thought of being able to use the flying ship to surmount the city walls, and then summarily dashed when Cassian told them that they had somewhere else to go first. That is, unless they wanted to help with the gang's little demon problem. And that is where we pick up! Uh, so, Cassian, you, uh, you click your boots, uh, and levitate back, and push off the ground and levitate back up towards the ship, uh, and then easily catch the railing and haul yourself over, and all your friends are there. <gasps> Hi, friends. Hello. Uh, so... <clears throat> You're not saying welcome anymore. What happened to you? Oh, my gosh. It's been so... It's been a rough day. <laughs> topsy-turvy day, oh, you know? <laughs> I, I, I write, instead of VDOS, I write welcome on the sails. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're in a somewhat rough shape. Um, I'm hopeful that they can hold out while we're gone. Okay, so we're still going to... Uh, Blackbeak, then? Is that what's happening? Well, uh, if they're in rough shape, why are we leaving them? Well, I don't know how much we can do for them here. Yeah, we're kind of being held. I mean, if you'd like to stay, Yarfuk, I don't want yeah. you to, because what if we get hurt? Yeah, Yarfuk could stay. You'll be not. quiet. Just kidding. I. What, what, what happened? What, what's going on? Well, you remember when um, we tried to attack the group at the West Gate and get it open, and the group uh, at the, yeah, the group at the West Gate wasn't here. I, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. What oh, were you doing yes. while we were doing that again, yes, Ildov? Ildov? I don't know if we ever actually again. addressed that. Look, that's we don't need to focus on you know what happened in the past. I think that's the whole point of what's going on now. If we have to take care of a mess that was made, because we were left alone by someone. Yeah, we have a certain obligation to these people. I had a certain obligation to my own people. It looks oh, like you fulfilled it. Good job. Yourself. You have an, you had an obligation to yourself. Do you ever think about anybody but you? <laughs> <laughs> would somebody please think of the children? Uh, Shyok would also not shy away from pointing out that while Ildov did leave, the rest of you didn't have the plan to go and attack the gate until after she was already gone. So it's not like yeah. she knew what you were going to do and left Dungeon you to do Master, it. Dungeon Master, you stay out of this one. You stay yeah, out of this one. You? No, 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 that's get true. On I did Stop just helping. remember that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I just oh, realized. Oh, something just came to me. <laughs> God told me. <laughs> I suddenly had this thought. <laughs> suddenly a note appears in my pocket. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know. I still uh, don't know. What, what, what's going on down there? What's happened? Uh, they're down to about 50, perhaps, able-bodied men and hundreds of wounded. 
their assault on the gate was obviously repelled. Presumably that's when Therafid was captured. Ooh. Okay, and so that was definitely our fault. That hits Therafid very hard. did definitely tell them that they should attack the gate because we would open it, yes. We did. But that was my call to make that call. I thought we could do it. Shy dog. I think I was... I wasn't here for this, right? No, no this is not on you at all. You were, you okay, cool. Yeah. Just wanted to. <laughs> Phew. <laughs> we would never blame you, Olash. We never would. Okay, all right. Okay, you're not gonna also be mad because Olash wasn't there. I'm sorry. Are we talking to you, or are we talking to the people in Vidas that need to take care of a situation that we made? Okay. We weren't expecting Olash to be there. For the record, we were. Yeah, I, I. I stayed behind so the rest of you could go do what you needed to do. Exactly. Whereas you stayed behind because, what was it again? Didn't stay behind. She left us. Yeah, Walked left. Out of the yeah, house. what was that uh, for again? I went on, I had I had an errand to run. And I didn't realize that y'all were going to go, you know, to the wall during that time. Had I known, I would have postponed it, obviously. Rolling insight. Mm-hmm. What's your roll? I mean, I just straight up do Non-natural 20. I mean, she did have an errand to run. That's not a lie. No. I mean, yeah, but obviously she's concealing something. Like, uh, yeah, no, I mean, she's obviously speaking tactically around what actually happened, but she's also not technically lying. Would she have postponed? Uh, would she have postponed it though? I don't. Not that I was there for any of it, but I feel like that's the part I would be in sight checking. I was inside checking if she was lying or completely like talking around it, but also whether she uh, basically uh, felt anything as well toward leaving us to go get basically killed, which I don't think she does. And again, I think that Shyok would say that while Ildov did leave you, she didn't leave you to get killed. You all made the decision to do what you did on your own. And that wasn't a plan that existed before that. She knew we were on a time schedule. She knew what we were planning before she left. No, she didn't. No. no well, not the exact plan of like us going to the gate, but she knew that we were going to go save people from the city and let the tempered seal in. We were going to make that move the next day. That was the whole point. No, that plan right, had I'm not been made. I'm tired of relitigating this. It's... Obviously, Ilda feels no remorse. Uh, I don't that see is not point true. in trying to make her feel guilty. Really? No. Absolutely, what? Ilda feels remorse. Really? She hasn't expressed it? Are you kidding? She apologized many times. Well, Ilda, if you feel some sort of remorse, maybe we can stay and help these people for a little bit. Yeah, that would be a good expression of remorse, certainly. And uh, if we're going to stay here longer, also getting me in touch with Cackling Agatha before we leave, that would also be pretty good. Uh, yeah, a, a, good, a good show of remorse. I, sh- I shoot Olash a look. <laughs> I would love to do things the way you want to do them, but it's just not going to work for me. I'm going to have to go to Blackbeak before I can be in touch with Cackling Agatha. Why is that again? Uh, This book has been sitting there under the ground for this entire adventure, right? Mm -hmm. Why why the sudden urgency? (laughs) Well, I'm here now, and I need the book. Oh, are you on a time limit? Do do you go away after a certain amount of time? (laughs) No. Okay, so... No, the timeline is imposed because of, you know, our dear friend Olash's arm. But you don't actually need to do that. You're you're actually holding Olash's arm hostage. 
No, I'm not the one who put a snake on her arm. But you're refusing to help. No, absolutely not. Uh, you're, Lindsay, pu- you're putting conditions on this. Uh, Lindsay, Shyok may be willing to let slip that he is not quite at full power and that that's what the book oh. is for. And that that may be why he is unable to put Olash in touch with Cackling Agatha. Yeah, uh, okay. Good point. Yeah, the, he, here's the thing. I I won't be able to get in touch with her until I have that book. I currently do not well, possess... I don't want to speak for Olash on this one, but, I mean, Olash, are you worried about it coming off in the next, like, day or two? Or could we take a day or two, finish our job here, cut off the head, not just cut off the head, but wipe this out, and then we can move on to our next part of the adventure? Yeah, yeah. Olash, it's been uh, it's been about an hour or so since the first time you you felt the uh, the snake on your arm tighten, um, and you you feel it now tighten a little bit again. Still not to the point where it's necessarily causing you pain. It's not digging into your skin or anything, but it is noticeably tighter. Okay. And how how much time had passed? since the snake got put on my arm and the first time it tightened. Uh, so since the snake got put on your arm, uh, it, nothing nothing at all tightened until after Elder Zone was or, killed. Okay, sorry, yeah. So since since Elder Zone was killed, ba- was it like an is hour? It was about an hour. So that's tightening every hour. Okay. <laughs> Did we establish how long it's going to take us to get to Blackbeak at full speed? Uh, you haven't inquired about it yet, no. Um... We know roughly how far away we are from Black Peak, right? Yes. I do at all times. Yeah, Eowyn definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Rigel, what's your top speed, just out of curiosity? Uh, about uh, eight miles an hour. What's a mile? And we're how many miles, Sam, from Black Peak, roughly? Uh, you would you would wager it'll take about four and a half to five hours to get there via the ship. Obviously, it would take much longer via other methods of travel. Right, it's a, right, it's right. a direct route, basically. Yeah. So five more tightenings on Olash's arm. One other question, Sam. Um, when Cackling, Cackling Agatha made us our offers... Cackling mm-hmm. Agatha. Cackling Agatha. <laughs> How did she tell us to get in touch with her if we decided to take her up on them? She gave Ildov a small charm and told her that uh, should she want to get in touch, all she needs to do is break that charm uh, and it will form a portal. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. And is it on? Do they know that, though? They do not know that. Oh, we don't. I don't think so. So how are we supposed to take her up on all the stuff that she was tempting us with if we decided to do that? She didn't really tell you. She kind of just generally left it pretty open as if she was keeping an eye on you. Much the same as how she got in touch with you the first time. I pick up the baby next to me. (laughs) (laughs) And I shout, Cacathingagala. We're ready for Okay, I say, well, all right. We're wasting time here. The quicker we get Olash's arm fixed, the quicker we can get back to helping these people with this scourge with with wiping out this scourge rigel set a course for blackbeak 
What? I, uh, I, I turn to Olash and I pull him aside and I say, this is not the time. And then I say, why, why um, are you talking to Olash? Sorry, I meant Yarfik. I say, <laughs> we need to save Olash, who knows how many more tightenings of that snake before her arm is gone. And we... also, do you have enough juice left to cast ascending? No. And that's under you... my breath. And I, under my breath, go, no, I used it to help you. Can I write their lips? Uh, roll perception. I'm oh, being, trying okay. to be sneaky about it. I know. I lost that die, sorry. <laughs> then no, that's an automatic <laughs> fail. Uh, perception. Oh no, that's a twenty-one. Twenty-one. You do catch just you catch the word sending on mm-hmm. Cassian's lips and the words no or the word no, because that's only one word. Uh, and the word no on Yarfix. <laughs> uh, you don't you're okay. not sure of the rest of it, but you do see those two words. Okay. And then you sexily slink away. <laughs> it's very hard to sexily slink in a chair. <laughs> I bet. No, well, Cassian, we've really got to get I'll going. Use my last on you. I'm sorry. (sighs) Meanwhile, Rigel has already spun around and uh, to to face the opposite direction. But then he sort of stops and says, wait, you said Blackbeak Academy. What is Uh, what is that? Oh, right. Of course. Uh, You've been. Yeah. What what was it? A couple thousand years? I slapped the mast. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you not know what that is? Um, if, if you could place the, the navigational map back on the table and point to the oh. location, that's, that's the easiest way for me to know uh, where I'm going. Of course, of course, of course. Drop a pin? Yes, drop a pin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just turn on the location you know sharing. I can go low and give you a street view. <laughs> it occurs to me we should at least take a few of the, the wounded away from here. We have time, I think, to land and pick up a few wounded. I'd be happy to um, donate one of my bunks. One? Or two no. or three if we need. All right. Well, as a show of good very faith. Of you. All right. I pull, I pull anyone to the side quickly before we do something else. All right. Let's go, go, what, what? Rigel, could you actually land first uh, before we head off? We're, we, we need to make a quick stop here. Uh, certainly. And the ship, just, begins, um, ship begins to lower just where it is. What is it, Obviously, in an unoccupied spot, please, if you yes. could. Yeah, you're what already, it, like, right outside the entrance to the camp, so. Okay. What do is we, it, Yafa? Do we have a way of alerting the ORE we're coming to get some backup from some mages to take on the demon? I don't think I have any way of contacting the ORE, no. We could we send have... ascending to Pasht. Don't we have? I can think of. But we're... we already did that, didn't we? Doesn't Pasht hate us? Yep. Yeah, but she probably hates demons more. We had I did a send thing. A send- I believe I sent us sending the posh, but you I did. Sam, we had a thing way early in the campaign that was a way for us to contact the ORE, wasn't it? To contact you, the time? you had a way to be contacted by the ORE. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then no, I don't have any way of contacting them. All right, then I have probably one last way I can think of to help us out. But thank you. You do. So the ship lowers. Cassie, I'm talking to Eowyn. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I was that was Cassian is a part of all conversations. <laughs> that was not supposed to be in character. I'm sorry. And then Rigel speaks up and says, "Was I not supposed to be listening?" <gasps> oh, no. Rigel, where you... do you hear from? Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Ew. So you hear my little toots? I hear everything, and I feel everything. Oh, oh boy! Oh, oh god! 
guys, I think we should just walk. Yeah. <laughs> Yarfik's going to climb to the top of the crow's nest to be alone at this point. Okay, so Yarfik uh, climbs up the rigging. Uh, it's slow going, but you make it up there and, and settle into the crow's nest. Meanwhile, the, the ship lands and sort of settles onto the ground with a, a bit of a like a, a stutter a little bit as it as it the ground isn't quite even there um, but it comes to a rest and you're on the ground idle champions of the forgotten realms code time here we go w a i r o t t o h y l e that code again is Where Otto Heil, and it's good until April 21st. Check out Idle Champions on all the social medias to see their sweet coloring pages and pancake art. Now, back to the show. Well, let's hop off and tell what, okay, whatever yeah. that person is you were talking to. Tell yeah, them yeah. that we can bring some people to Blackbeak. They do have a good medical school. Good, excellent. Um, and I, I say, Ewan, would you come with me, actually? Yes. So at, we'll we'll stride back out. I assume the captain has noticed the ship is coming down, or the under officer <laughs> shit. What was his name? Under um, Captain Farallon. Under Captain Farallon has probably noticed that that we're back. So, is he approaching or anything? Uh, he is he is maintaining his distance and waiting because you said you were going to go do something. But he's he's where he was before. He hasn't really moved. Okay. So um, I. So as as we're striding back, presumably facing away from the ship now, mm -hmm. we're striding towards him. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to say to Ewan, listen, if this is really a question of letting this thing get to its full strength, I, I think we have to act now to stop this. We don't have time to rest up for more spells before we get to Blackbeak. If we're hoping to thwart this thing, it has to be now. I'm hoping we can convince this captain, this uh, under-officer, who's actually in charge, it's sort of confusing, to lend his men to overcoming Shydock uh, on the promise that we'll use the, the ship to help defeat the, you know, enemy army afterwards. What say you? Mm, I don't know. I... Ugh. Ah. God, goodness me. I, I mean, I really have no... The, the, let me just check my spell slots here. I really have nothing I would be able to do. Um, nothing, huh? While Eowyn and Cassian are having this conversation, back on the ship, Yarfik has climbed up into the crow's nest to be by himself. Uh, I have a couple things. But... Olash and Shydov are on the deck. And uh, Shydov, I would like you to make an insight check. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Ooh. Um. Uh, uh. Sorry. That's a that's a solid five. Yep. A solid five. <laughs> wow. Yep. Um. Mm -hmm. So you don't uh you don't really you're not paying much attention to uh, Cassian and Eowyn. Um. You are struck by the fact that. Yarfik seems to have finally left you alone. He's the mm. one who's been sort of dogging you the whole time. Mm -hmm. And Olash is kind of the only one on the ship who sort of half trusts you at this point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it does occur to you that you could talk to the ship. 
Why does this occur to her with a failed insight check? The insight I'm check curious. wasn't for this. This is, uh, is Shyock. Tucked to the ship, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. I guess I'm going to, you know, on the pretense that I'm still sort of pacing as I was, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to just make my gate a little bit longer, shuffle a little bit further away from Olash. Sure. You maybe go up uh, towards the aft where the wheel is to uh, mm-hmm. get a better view of the camp. Yeah, I kind of just touch the wheel. Like, that's cool. <laughs> touching wheels is real cool. <laughs> God, I love touching wheels. Uh, <laughs> and then and then I say, hey, Rigel. Yes? Just curious if uh, you like you like big adventures and having your name known, yeah? Uh, I, I like being a part of a grand plan. Excellent. Is Olash listening to this? Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, like, it, can Olash not see this? Is it not up to me whether or not I was paying attention um, to her? <laughs> so, uh, Shydov walked away from you. You are more than welcome to yeah. follow Shydov if you care to. Yeah, I mean, everyone else has left, uh... I don't think I'm like right up on her, but I'm uh, or them, but I'm also not. I'm not leaving them alone, you know. Like I, I, I kind of trust Ildov, but I don't trust Shyok. So I'm, I'm at odds. Okay, so you're sort can of I, remaining in earshot. If I can yeah. see that um, she's following me, can I try to telepathically connect to the ship? Is that possible? You can try. Um, okay. So you sort of recede into your mind and open up that telepathic pathway um mm-hmm. but it it doesn't seem like you're able to connect hmm. with with anything the whatever the the part of the brain that you connect with telepathically isn't isn't there for this consciousness so it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to work okay hmm okay well um i'll just talk softly <laughs> Carry okay. a big stick. Yeah. So he he again says that uh, he just wants to be involved in a grand plan. Well, what if I told you that I have a plan that's grander than Cassian's? Well, I, I mean, I suppose it's possible. What, what sort of plan do you have? Oh, well, once I, once I secure this beloved book of mine from Blackbeak, I will be forming uh, my own party of sorts going forward. And, you know, hopefully with everyone here, but seems like they're not too keen on keeping me around. And Olash, can you, can, make... you can hear all of this. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, I'm gonna just, like, walk straight up and like throw like like just like get up in the conversation and uh oh Olash just yeah be like yeah what's going on you know I was just thinking about like those mushroom people that I left behind have you ever met any mushroom people uh I mean I know Ildov has <laughs> but have you mushroom people are pretty cool uh if you ever hung out with them they communicate with like these sport I'm just gonna like start talking about mushroom people <laughs> <laughs> like um, so, uh, uh, Olash, roll performance. 
Oh God. <laughs> okay. You used to. You're a tambourinist. You can do this. Okay. Uh. So that's an eight. <laughs> uh, with an eight, um, you start talking about mushroom people and how they communicate with spores and don't like the sunlight. And and you're just sort of rattling off all of the various things that you learned about them. And Rigel lets you go on for about a minute or so, and then he cuts in and he says, Oh, uh, Olash, Olash, um, this, that all sounds frightfully interesting. Um, but the... Uh, the the unexpectedly sexy lady here and I uh, were <laughs> having a conversation and you just sort of, you know, I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but you did rudely interrupt. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I was just like standing all by myself over there. And uh, I feel like it's, you know, also kind of rude for you guys to just have a conversation in front of me <laughs> and not include me in it. Well, no, you know how I feel. <laughs> what? That's everyone keeps having conversations without me. I I have been talking. I've been trying to talk to you this whole time. That's true. You seem pretty resistant to talking to me. No, I like you. Well, okay. Uh, Yarfik, what is it that you wanted to <laughs> do in the crow's nest? So I was saying, you know, uh, Rigel, uh, could I have a word? <laughs> yes, Yarfik. Um, I know you can hear what's going on at all times, and I know that. We're in kind of a weird holding pattern right now, but I wanted to know and get an opinion from you. I'm about to address my goddess. She may appear, she may not. Are you one all right with the avatar of a deity being on board your decks? Did you have another question? I I do. I was just waiting for his answer (laughs) on that. Sorry. And um, the other part was um, what I'm about to ask her to do is going to lead to a very grand adventure where we are going to try to vanquish a very evil demon presence, and I didn't know if you wanted to be a part of that as kind of the spearhead ship that leads the charge. Um, uh, so, to your first question, I do not have mm. a problem with an avatar of one of the gods appearing on my body. Um, as <laughs> to your second question, is this different from the quest that I'm already a part of with Cassian? It's it's in tandem with it. Um, as you know, there are party dynamics going on within our, our midst that are Tenuous at best, and what I'm about to ask my goddess to do for us and to help with may put Shydov or Ildov or Shyok in danger. Not because we want to destroy them, but honestly, Ildov is a good person. Shyok is using her and basically taking away, taking love from her that she does not deserve to give to him. He, she is much more than that, and. I'm asking for the strength for this to have a crusade to be able to take Shark back out and able to allow the Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate with you in tow to rid the world of that darkness and every other darkness so that our names can be rung through as uh, through entire realms of history and legend and lore as the keepers of peace, the keepers of safety, and the keepers of goodness. And I want you to be a part of that. Because... Olash's arm tightens once more because yeah. that took an hour. <laughs> it did. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I find myself still curious about how this is different than the quest we're already on. It's going to involve uh, you allowing us to 
continue on the journey that Cassian wants us to go on without going anywhere else at this point. We're still devising the path to go on, but this will be the first step is to invite the greater power onto you. So if I'm hearing you correctly, you're Mm. asking me if it's okay to keep doing what we're already doing. More to listen straight for, you know, don't go in a different direction. Stay the course for now. Don't change it up. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that's that's what he just said. (laughs) So, yeah, so you're asking me to keep doing what we're doing. And I would ask you also (laughs) not to let, uh, you know, Ildov know what we're talking about on deck at this point. But also, Rigel, don't change, but also (laughs) keep doing. I'm trying not to metagame so hard. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, So, back to Eowyn and Cassian. Um, you okay. are, you have, uh, approached under Captain Farallon. So, so what's, what's going on? I say, well, we wanted to offer to, uh, take some of your most grievously wounded, uh, with us to, we're headed to Blackbeak Academy. It actually shouldn't take more than a few hours to reach there. Depending on how that goes, we can hopefully hasten back to help you in a more substantial way. But in the meantime, I thought you might like the opportunity. That's the first thing to take. Uh, we can take up to 20, 20 people um, to Blackbeak where they can receive excellent medical care healing. Um, well, if we're using the beds, we could take 24, and then we can just... It's only four hours. Oh, I guess we don't need to sleep. That's yeah. true. Yeah, we could take 24. So I can just trance, and then y'all can have a long rest somewhere else. I don't um, know. Do you know the, the capabilities of their healers? We have, we have many brethren who have fallen who are now in gentle repose, uh, I would know quite a bit about Blackbeak. Yeah, d- delaying the onset of decay for ten days. If, if there was someone there that could revivify or resurrect them, uh, that would be most useful. I'm sure there's someone there who can do that. Is that right, Cam? Can Cassian also know that I can do that if I can rest? Well, you don't have the materials. I thought I had enough I for Black one Beak at least. Does, right? Yeah, uh, it, it requires a diamond of at least like uh, 500 gold piece value. Oh. Per okay. casting. Never mind, yeah. but, oh, I have like four of those. <laughs> well, what is their healing capa- capability, Sam? Uh, their healing capability is pretty strong, you know, uh, for for the living. They may have uh, a necromancer on crew at this point uh, that might be able to help out. Otherwise, revivify and stuff is more of like a, a divine business than it is an arcane business. I tell that to Maryland. <laughs> says, all right, well... um. Yeah, I mean, I suppose we could send some of our more grievously injured with you, those that would survive the journey, and that would bolster our numbers. The other question is, if you really think that this ship could turn the tide for you, like I said, I don't know what's going to happen at Blackbeak. The creature that I spoke of is, let's just put all our cards on the table, I believe demonic, a fiend. It's not at its full power as yet. But if it gets what it wants at the Academy, it will be full power, and I have no idea what it intends to do. But if all of your men can board the ship with me now, I think we have an excellent shot at overcoming it. But this would be the chance. It's now or never, I'm afraid. Uh, What... I mean, can you give me some more information about what we're up against? 
Sure. I don't know what it's called. It's about... In its undisguised form. It's currently disguised as an unexpectedly sexy woman. Uh, in its... <laughs> in its... Uh, in its true form, it's, what, Sam, seven, eight feet tall? Uh, about nine feet tall. It's roughly nine feet tall with uh, an extra set of arms that end in humongous claws, and it's capable of casting a certain amount of magic. We're not quite sure what the full extent of its abilities are, but... It has cast several spells already today, so it's not quite at full strength at, at the very least. And and you you want us to slay this beast? Well, with our help. You would be helping um, us. I still have. I, 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 a I, bit of I magic. understand that portion of it. In concert with you, you want us to slay this beast. Correct, or at least uh, overpower it and restrain it, um, so that we can capture it and take it prisoner, prevent it from casting spells and such. Why is it on the ship with you? Yes. It, uh, it's a complicated story. It, it possessed a member of our party. It possessed a member of our party, and it has it has a big bit of leverage over one of us. That is true also. If we kill it now, though, the Olash might lose her arm, Cassian. Oh, shit. I was thinking... I was thinking... Oh, do you have anybody here capable of casting the sending spell? I can ask around. I don't know. Many, most of our uh, casters have tapped out their magics on healing. Understandable. Well, crap. I, I don't know how I didn't think of that. I guess I was thinking like we would have time to get Yarfik's spells back, but probably not. But maybe if we just went to Blackbeak, but we had, you know. We had Ildav restrained. We could get somebody there to cast to get in touch with Cackling Agatha for us. They would have to know her for sending, but I don't know if you'd know that. Can't you describe like they can go off a description, can't they? No. No. Yafik oh. has to cast it. No, you can you can like scry off of a description or something, but to actually send them a message, you have to know them. Oh, okay. I think maybe I was thinking of the three point five version of it. Okay. Well, shit. All I think right. we I honestly think we have no other choice than to go fine all right screw it so let's get the wounded on board all right so captain uh, Mike, uh, under captain Farallon, once he hears you say that turns around uh and has a quiet conversation with two of the other guards there and they run off to uh start looking through like essentially running through all the cots to see who is dead and who is wounded uh but safe enough to be moved okay like is there any way um, around like we don't have a choice we have to if we, if we want to save olash's arm then we have to let ill dog go get the book <laughs> are you saying ill dog <laughs> who's you can't hear what i'm saying you can't hear me god i wish we knew about the charm that she has i can't believe cackling agatha didn't give us any way to get in touch with her it's all part of the plan whose plan <laughs> Agatha's at that point, she thought that that uh, Ildov would turn on all of us and go back to her. Well, she thought that Ildov would turn on Shyok. Shyok, yeah, yeah that, that would have actually yeah. been a much preferable outcome. Mm, would it have? <laughs> we don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You won't tell us what you want to do. <laughs> so, uh, the guards start coming over. Some of the wounded are able to walk either with, like, crutches or just very haltingly on their own. Uh, some others are brought over on stretchers, ready to be brought up onto the ship. It'll be a little bit of a process to get them up there, just because there's no, like, 
gangplank per se. There is a rope ladder that you can throw down. That'll only work so well for some of them. Uh, oh, um, I think I might have some stuff that'll help here. Let me just check what spells I still have access to. There's no door on the in the deck or anything? Oh, we should have blown a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I mean, Cassian um, could just levitate up and down with all of them. Yeah, I guess that's probably what I'm going to just do. It's going to take so long. This is my idea. Well, but... Oh, yeah, well, there's... Olash. Um, crap. Do we have... Do they have anything in camp we can make a ramp out of? Just some boards uh, and stuff? Like, um, like a, a wagon or something that we can tilt up against the side of it? Uh, or is there a hill that Rigel could land at the bottom of and then do a little tilt and then everybody could just roll on deck? <laughs> <laughs> There's no hill in the area. It's all flat land oh. around the city. Dang. Um, they can wheel a wagon over. It's still, like, gonna be, like, big... You're essentially just making giant stairs. Okay. So they can sort of assembly okay. line people up onto the ship. Uh, the whole we process is probably going to take about a half an hour or so, because then you Let's have to get it. them up. You have to open the uh, the door to the hold to lower them down in and get them all settled and situated. Um, okay, we do it the slow way. I help as much as I can with levitate. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. I have to decide which bunks I want to give up. Oh, yeah. So uh, the whole process takes about a half an hour or so. You get everybody up and onto the ship. Uh, they withdraw the wagon. Now what? To Blackbeak. Up, up and away to Blackbeak, right? So uh, you... We all keep big eyes on, on Shy Dog. Yep. So Cassian goes into the captain's quarters, places the map uh, back down on the table, secures it with the daggers, uh, places a, a pin in uh, the location of Blackbeak Academy, uh, and Rigel begins to Rigel rise tickled? into the air. He's not tickled, no. It's more like oh. acupuncture. Um, okay. <laughs> he's really... yeah, we all saw what gross things happen when you tickle Rigel. Yeah. I'm not into it. Uh, and he <laughs> rises into the air and begins uh, flying off in an easterly direction. Uh, so now with your uh, precious cargo uh, and uncertain future... That is where we will end this episode. Bum, bum, da, 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 da. bum. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at teampumanife.com. There are so many things in this world right now to stand up against. Why not stand up for something you like and leave us a nice rating and review? If you are financially stable, able, and willing to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash IWVTCast to get yourself a sweet little sister-style shout-out. Or pick up a shirt from dumpstattees.com using the promo code IWPOD. If that ain't your jam but you still want to do your part, then log on to iwvt.fandom.com and help edit our wiki. The Improvised Weapons Metal theme and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. Adam's latest album, Things Fall, is on Bandcamp, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere you might go looking for it. You can peruse the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from battlebards.com. To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for BattleBards Prime. Or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. 
You can find out more about the video game Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms at CodenameEntertainment.com and be on the lookout each week for a code for a free in-game gold chest. Tune in next time to find out what happens as the gang heads to Blackbeak with a boat full of wounded mercenaries and a demon-possessed friend. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>